Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. I always think, you know, when I introduce myself or I say good morning or have a great walk or happy Monday, I always forget that it might be your first time tuning in. So if it's your first time tuning in, I don't think I have enough time (laughs) to tune you in in the last seven episodes, but whatever episode you've decided to start with, I always recommend to go back to episode one so you can understand who I am and what I've been through and why I started this podcast. But feel free to listen to the episodes whenever you feel like it in whatever order that you feel like it. But I always do suggest to just start with episode one. I'm Ricky and I am the host of this podcast, Steps Four with Ricky. Someone asked me the other day to describe myself. They're like, well, what do you do? And honestly, for the first time in a really long time, I said, you know what? I do a lot of different things. I'm an entrepreneur. And instead of labeling myself that I'm a coach or I'm a speaker or I'm a consultant or I'm a video producer or I'm a content creator, I just said I do a lot of things. And these are the things that I do. And here's how I do them. And it was so much easier and so much more freeing to just not label myself because I realized that I don't fit into a box. Maybe you don't fit into a box. And maybe when someone asks you, like, what do you do? Because that's the first thing everyone always asks. I wish they would ask, who are you? And then you could tell them who you are. And then what you do is just a byproduct of who you are. Because sometimes we don't fucking know what we do. Because we do a lot of things. And sometimes we can't just be like, we are this or we are that. And so my new answer is, I do a lot of things. Here's what I do. I have a marketing company. I speak. I create content. I create videos. I'm a podcaster. I used to be a life coach. I help people change their life and their business. And I'm a lot of things. It's okay to be a lot of things. I recommend it. Anyways, if you've made it this far and you literally are saying, sitting in your bed or just hanging out in your car, you got to be walking as, as we're doing this. Quick story. <laughs> I mean, they're all quick stories, but one of my friends is going through a rough time. He's a guy and I don't, you know, this podcast is for women and, and men, but I, I do speak more so to women and obviously more people like me. But he was going through a rough time and I said, you know, I think you should listen to my podcast. And it really wasn't about like me. I just, I really thought that it could get him to go take a walk. And the walking aspect of this podcast is so, so, so important. And he's like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. And kind of like brushed it off. Like, why the hell would I listen to your podcast? And I didn't push. I just was like, listen, I really just want you to take a walk. My episodes are short and you're going through a rough time. And instead of me sitting here giving you advice, go listen to the fucking podcast. He's like, all right, that was that. I get a text this morning. He's like, I listened to your podcast. I took two walks yesterday and he loved it. And this is not about him loving my podcast. It was really about the fact that I believed that he could benefit from it. And I think it was the act of him walking as he was listening that really allowed him to take a step forward. So just remember that to take steps forward, you don't need big, big things. You need small stuff like small walks and quick podcast episodes or you know, inspirational quotes or quick therapy sessions. Like not everything that you do to heal has to be a long drawn out thing. Sometimes it's just small stuff that you do on a daily base, basis <laughs> base to take steps forward. I honestly, I'm a speaker and sometimes I don't know how to talk. So there's that. But yeah, 
make sure you're walking. Make sure you listen to episode one if you haven't yet and you're new here and make sure that you apply the small stuff to your life, especially if you're going through a rough time because you really don't realize how beneficial the small stuff is. It's really the big stuff. Today's episode is about loneliness and my journey with loneliness. And I want to talk about something that really connected me to how lonely I was as a child. And I, I still am in a lot of ways. Loneliness is a killer. People talk about smoking and they talk about drugs and all these different things. And honestly, loneliness kills people. It destroys them. The lack of connection we have to others and to ourselves. And even when you're in a room full of others, you can feel incredibly lonely, right? And I consider that to be like a lack of purpose, lack of connection. And I've battled loneliness my entire life. Maybe you can relate to that. And I really, my journey really started with loneliness when I was a child. And I'm not going to go into my mom right now because I just... I want to stay focused on the topic of loneliness, but know that losing my mom at 13 really put me on this journey of loneliness because I was on this search to find something to fill me up the way she filled me up or the way that she loved me. And I was so uncomfortable with myself. And in a lot of ways, I still am. I, I really, truly, loneliness is my biggest thing. I'm working through it daily, but I want to talk about the moment of my life where I realized how lonely I was. Oh, also side note, I'm going to do an episode on my mom and I'm going to talk about grief and the stages of grief and the other stages of grief. And we're going to get into all that. I know there's a lot of listeners who have lost a parent or maybe just lost someone in general. Loss in general can be anything, a dog, a job, yourself, right? A relationship, death. And so I will get into all of that. That's a side note. Anyways, keep walking. Let's get on with the episode. So when I was 21 years old, I decided to sign up for a trip to live in the wilderness. My dad really wanted me to go to finishing school because he really wanted me to be like more of a lady. And I was like, all right. And so I found this trip that literally you paid to live in the dirt. And he's like, I don't understand. Like, why am I paying $8,000 for you to live in the dirt? And I'm like, I don't know, but it looks really cool. It was a 30 day wilderness trip. You lived in the wilderness, in the Colorado wilderness. And it was through an organization called Outward Bound. And it was really for people that were in trouble kids like youth like they did something bad and they were sent to go live in the wilderness with strangers to learn survival skills and leadership skills and really be put to the the emotional and physical test of who they are and I'm like this Jewish girl from West Bloomfield and I just I signed up for the trip I don't know it was a it was a gut feeling I, I needed to leave where I was at I needed to get away from my family I needed to get away from the world around me and and find myself in a new world And I thought that the best way for me to do that would be to be connected to nature because I am super connected to nature and that's really where I feel my mom around me. And for me, it really at this point wasn't about my mom, but it did become about her. I needed to leave. Sometimes you just got to fucking leave. And I was fortunate enough where I could get, you know, the financial backing to do something like this. Super grateful. So Long story short, the trip that I went on was to live in the Colorado wilderness for 30 days. I was on a trip with 12 strangers and two instructors. This is not like a typical let's go to camp trip. This is hardcore. You have to train for it. And I'm like not trained for it in any possible way. I was the only girl on my trip. Because of my name, they put me on a boy's trip. They really didn't realize that I was a girl. 
they they just screwed it up and no one no girls have ever signed up for this trip so there I was a girl on this trip with 12 strangers all men I remember calling my dad as we were packing up our packs and I called him I'm like I made a big mistake I'm gonna come home I can't and he was like "Mm, that's funny have a great time I'll talk to you in 30 days because you couldn't talk to anybody there was no you know technology you were really you were really deep in the wilderness I was like all right great so there's that hi guys I'm Ricky and my dad won't let me come home so the trip was 30 days and I don't want to go into all the details of the trip. It was really super hard and you had to learn leadership skills and you had to do all these different things. And by the time it was the 18th day of the trip, 18 days in the wilderness with no shower and no real food in terms of like fresh produce with people that you sort of just met feels like a lifetime. But by the 18th day, and we knew this was coming, we had this thing called our solo. And the solo was that we were at a point in our trip where we had developed these skills and we had developed this confidence within us. And so the idea was that they wanted us to learn to be alone, but not lonely. And we had to live, we had to take this space. We each got like 150 square feet, like separated a mile or two from each other. And for three nights and four days, we had to be alone. Now let's take a step back for a second, not physically, but let's take a step back. Have you ever been alone? I'm, I'm serious. I know we've all been alone. We've all been lonely, but have you ever been alone? No music, no phone, no food, no distraction, no TV, literally nothing. I mean, you might as well go into a room and turn the lights off and that's what it feels like. I had never been alone ever, 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 ever. I'd been lonely. So they give you an option. Do you get a pack of raisins or do you want no food? And you have a river so you can fill up your water and you have a sleeping bag and you have a tent. Up until that point, I basically had everyone do everything for me in terms of pitching my tents. I had no clue how to do any of this shit. (laughs) So I had to sleep on the ground with no tarp, okay? It rained for three days. Let's just, that really quick. So I decided not to have food because I didn't like the idea that I would feel like anxious if I only had a limited food. So I thought just not having food in general would be the best the best thing for me. So this is so crazy. We get to, they put us all each of our spots, they blindfold us. And my spot is, I, I literally have 150 square feet in a journal. And I cried the first day I didn't get out of my sleeping bag. I remember thinking, I'm not scared of what's around me. I'm scared to be with myself. Like, I don't want to get out of this sleeping bag. If I get out of this fucking sleeping bag, I don't know what time it is. I don't know what I'm going to do all day. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Like, what the hell am I going to do all day? And remember the first day, I didn't actually get out of my sleeping bag. I didn't even unzip it. Unless I had to go to the bathroom or get my water, I would get up and I'll go back in my sleeping bag and then I would cry. That's how scared I was. Not of the wilderness, of myself. I was so fucking scared to stand on my two feet and just be alone that I laid there. I'm sure you can relate to that. It's a metaphor for life, maybe in your life. Think about a time that you've just were so scared to take a step forward that you just stood there or laid there or sat there. So I was crying and, you know, it was interesting because I didn't really feel my mom around me in that moment. I really didn't, even though it was just me in the wilderness. And that was with the way that I connected to her. But I was so wrapped up in the loneliness that I felt and the boredom that I felt that I couldn't see what was actually around me. Because when our eyes are closed, 
we can't see within us or outside of us. And we learned to tell the time with um, my, with our fist. You can't go into it because you're not physically looking at me. But I knew what time it was all the time. Like I knew when the sun rose and I knew when the sun set. And so I had an idea of if it was day or night. And I remember that first day thinking like, I, I got to get out of here. I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to die if I stay here alone. Like I don't, not because I'm scared, but I, I feel like I'm going to die internally. And I just remember feeling so painfully alone and so fucking bored it reminded me of the pandemic now that I think about it like oh shoot did I do something okay now that I think about it so many people felt this way during the pandemic right you feel so alone you are alone except you have a tv and you have a internet and you have all the things that you need and you're still alone so what's the fucking difference anyways the first night was horrible I cried every single moment of that day I woke up the second day and I unzipped my sleeping bag like a very little amount and I popped my head out and I saw the most beautiful sunrise and I took a deep breath and I told myself that today I was going to make myself a schedule. I was like, how am I going to make myself a schedule? I made everything a thing, right? So I would make getting water an activity. I did yoga for 10 minutes. That was an activity. I did journaling. That was an activity. I did jumping jacks. I had a dance party and then I added in there that I would talk to my mom. And she was the only person that was around me, really, truly. And I remember thinking, okay, this is day two, still crying. Let's not, let's not take away the fact that I was still crying. And that's a really good lesson for you that it doesn't have to be this journey of like happy or sad. You can feel both. You can feel alone and okay. You can grieve and feel strong. You know, you can be bored and feel content. These are not you know, these are not mutually exclusive feelings. So for me, it was this ebb and flow of like, I feel great. I feel tired. I feel anxious. I feel sad. I felt everything. God, it was the first time I ever felt anything because I, I had no choice but to feel. Maybe you can relate to that. So it's a nonlinear journey, the journey of loneliness, the journey of becoming ourselves. And I made myself the schedule for the day and I would cross things off the list. And that is where I learned the power of the small stuff. Truly, I learned the power of having something on your list and being able to cross it off, even if it wasn't big. And I went through the days and I started having conversations with my mom. And the more that I opened myself up to the idea that it, I wasn't lonely, I wasn't alone. I was just a human being having this experience and that this experience was for me, not against me. The more open I was to the experience and I did get through it three nights, four days. I did cry every single day, but I had moments where I wasn't crying. And when I had those moments, I held on to them because they reminded me that I was strong. Maybe you can relate to that. If you're feeling lonely, you feel lost, or you're going through a heartbreak, you're going through grief, whatever it is you're going through, and you're constantly crying, you're constantly feeling sad, but then you have those moments of distraction or those moments where you're like, mm, I see it, I get the reason. Or the moments of like, this feels okay right now. Don't underestimate those moments because those are the moments that will eventually turn into longer moments. That's you, that's the real essence of you. That's the strong part of you. And so I would hold on to those moments. I would write down like, it's 11 o'clock and I feel okay. 11 to 11.05, I feel good, I feel okay, I feel empowered. And then 20 minutes later, I'd be fucking crying in the ground. But then I would look back and be like, no, 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 that's okay. It's okay because you felt this way. And, and so you know that you can again. And this is really where I learned 
how lonely I was and that my loneliness was so internal. Not that that we can do this life alone because we sh- we definitely do not do this life alone. We're meant to be connected to others, to ourselves, to a purpose. But I did realize that loneliness was internal. And that was not the end of my journey with it. That was the only the beginning with it. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you're just lonely. Even if you're in a relationship, maybe you just feel lonely. I get it. It fucking hurts. And I wish that I could tell you like the five steps to not be lonely anymore, but I honestly can't. But I can tell you that being in that wilderness and being alone and feeling every emotion that I felt reminded me that I was so strong. Even when I was scared, even when I didn't know if I could unzip the sleeping bag, I was still strong. I remembered my strength. I remembered being 13 years old and watching my mom die and then thinking, wow, I I was strong. I am strong. And I remember being there. And though I was crying, I felt strong because I think sometimes we underestimate the power of crying or the power of letting it all out. And we think it's weakness and it's not, it's actually strength. Cause you, if you have the power to feel your emotions, you're fucking powerful. It's the people that don't. And I just remember, I, like, I think about it right now and I like imagine myself doing that right now. Can you imagine someone takes your phone? See ya. <laughs> Here's a 150 square feet. Like have great time for the next three nights and four days. How much would you discover about yourself? How much would you uncover? And what I've uncovered about that was that I am strong, but strength is not a linear journey and neither is loneliness. And sometimes when I'm feeling so alone, I go back to those moments and I remember how strong I was. And I remember how connected I was to my mom. And that reminded me and showed me that I am everywhere she is. She is everywhere that I am. Your loved ones, the people that that you have lost, they truly live around you. That means when you're alone and, and you think about the person that you miss and they're not here anymore, like they're next to you. And you can feel it if you allow yourself to feel it. Living in the wilderness was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I remember getting back from that trip and I felt like a leader. And that was the first time that I felt like a leader. And that was the first time I realized that I was a leader. And then I could lead people, I could lead myself. I ended up signing up for 50 days in the wilderness the summer after. Like, I'm obviously a psychopath. But when I did my solo the second time around, the following summer, same same shit, three nights, four days, except that it was the day 30 on our trip because it was a 50-day trip. I remember I was, like, naked the whole time. I was dancing because I knew that I could do this. And it was a different experience for me because sometimes we have experiences even if they're the same experience, we experience them differently because of who we are at that time. So that was a great thing for me to see that I could have the same, do the same exact thing and experience it totally different because I was different. Didn't mean that I didn't feel lonely. I just could feel other things too. And so the whole idea behind this, this episode is that loneliness is, is a real fucking thing. So if you feel lonely, I want you to know that you're truly not alone in feeling lonely. I feel lonely a lot. 
And the things that I do to take steps forward when I'm lonely, and you can write them out, I'll, I'll say them slowly. I take walks. Why do you think I started this podcast? I literally take walks. They really help me navigate through my loneliness. It reminds me that I can put one foot in front of the other. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll listen to music. That's one thing that I do. Something else that I've been doing is I've been joining groups, like coaching programs or masterminds or networking groups that allow me to be in touch with other people that maybe I would, wouldn't be able to reach where I'm at. So seeking out people that are in a similar space to me that are looking for leadership or mentorship and getting myself into a program where I can meet a few different people, even if it's virtually, makes me feel more connected. So putting myself out there in that way and working out, moving my body, moving my mood, which is a little different than the walking. The working out is physically to move my, my emotions. And something else that I, that I really like to do is whenever I feel lonely, I, I tell myself... I talk to myself and I speak to myself as my mom would speak to me. Honey, you're fine. You're great. This is normal. Every emotion ebb and flows. Nothing is permanent. You've been through worse. How you feel right now is not permanent. I have to soothe myself to believe that I can handle this moment of loneliness because you can handle this moment of loneliness so there's a few different things that I do. And to be honest with you, like I'm still working through it. I'm still joining programs and taking walks and working out and talking to myself because healing is not this one-time thing. You do it over and over and over again. So if this resonated with you, reach out to me if you're lonely because you're not alone. And maybe this will inspire you to take some time away from your phone, from the world. See what it's like to sit with yourself for a minute. Take some time to yourself. Disconnect to reconnect. And although it might seem scary at first and you might be crying, you might be like, this is fucking stupid and this is boring. I guarantee you're going to leave that 10 minutes of being alone or that experience realizing that you can do it. And by it, I mean anything. And I just, I feel so strongly about this topic and it's it's really been the biggest obstacle of my life and so if me sharing about the loneliness that I feel sometimes on a daily basis and what I do to take steps forward helps you then I'll talk about it forever as long for however long as you need just kidding it was like a 25 minute podcast but anyways I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope that you feel a little less alone I hope that you can take one or two of those tips and apply them to your life when you feel lonely. And I hope you remember that you can always take steps forward. If you enjoyed this podcast, reach out to me. Please leave a review. Reviews help me grow. They help me reach more people. That's so important for this and for my podcast to help other people. You can review it on Apple or Spotify and it would mean the whole entire world to me. Reach out to me on Instagram. Tag me as you're walking. Like we're in this together. We're doing this together. We are not alone on this journey and I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> it's a weird way to end it. Still talking. <laughs>